This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. An electrical, electromagnetic, uh, a Faraday cage. That'd be awesome. Welcome to my Faraday cage office. It's like you tore the walls apart, put in chicken wire, and installed a Faraday cage. Yes, I did. Oh, hey guys, I didn't know you were listening. What's up? We're talking about Faraday cages and why our equipment is being awkward, so... If you hear any buzzes and clicks through this episode, we apologize. We're getting new equipment. Through other episodes, we don't apologize. No, no we, we actually not, apologize. Not <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, hey, yeah, this is the Dorkside News, and uh, I'm James. I'm Frankie. I'm Richard. I totally caught Rich off guard, off guard with you know saying my name. He's like, oh, shit, I'm taking a drink. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I felt like one of the waiters at any restaurant. They, they just spy on you, <laughs> wait for you to take a bite, and then they're like... How are you doing? And today is not a. Uh, I don't, what were we drinking last week? We were drinking. Uh, um, I think I had a white Russian. I'm not sure. I usually have a white Russian. Yeah. And the, it's well, a rum day. not sponsored by it. But what was that? White Claw is that what it's called? The seltzer waters you got? Hard hard, hard yeah. seltzer. Hard seltzer waters. I didn't think I was gonna like them. They're really good. Yeah, they are. They actually taste really they, good. They, I feel like they're refreshing. They are. Yeah. yeah. They're a lot more refreshing than rumming. Well, I mean, not saying rum and coke is bad, but comparatively drinking rum and coke. Anyways, you came here for the news, so we're gonna give you some news. Uh if you guys are not familiar with how this works, we tell you the news that I've pretty much copied from the internet into uh, a note, and then we tell you what we read. That way you don't have to go read it. And you can just listen to it here. Yeah, instead of you going to like twenty different websites. I went to just us. Well, quote unquote twenty websites. It was really like two, but well there's a lot of us there is there's a lot of us putting a a lot of work into it um if you guys like us please go to smash bomb find us there give us a review good or bad i don't care i just want to know nobody talks to us um on that note we're gonna start with sad news and i hate starting with sad news but this is sad news especially for me whose name screen name everything at all revolves around superman because he's my favorite uh, pa Kent from Lois and Clark passed away today. His name was Eddie Jones. Um, I, I feel I do feel sad. It really is upsetting. But on the flip side, he was 92, which I feel like is a long life. Yeah, it sounds like he definitely had a time of quality of life. Yeah. Long. Oh, I mean, 92 is long. Not nearly as long as Stanley, but Stanley was only probably, I think, what, seven years longer? I think he was 98 I don't, I don't know it was somewhere around there yeah anyways uh drinks to drinks to eddie jones for giving us some good entertainment on yeah on i, I can Clark. distinctly remember him. Yeah. like i remember his face like he feels like the grandpa that like uh i would not have minded adding to my list of grandpas <laughs> the grandpas you actually like <laughs> yeah. um <clears throat> so yeah drinks to him rest in peace eddie jones we i didn't need an excuse but okay <laughs> some of us will miss you um, we got a lot of Disney stuff coming up. I mean, Disney and Marvel have combined, so it's basically our podcast. It's mostly Disney stuff. I think the um the news the the entertainment news industry at this point is Disney. We all have to talk about Disney. <laughs> it's just Disney. Yeah. I mean there might be, you know, an independent oh, sure. filmmaker I, I here mean, and we, there, but it's mostly Disney. Yeah. I mean we try to talk about DC whenever we can. <laughs> if they'd ever make a good movie, we'd talk about it more. Yeah. Um, Disney's making a live action follow-up to the Nightmare Before Christmas. Wait, 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 wait. A follow-up? 
Why I is wish it a follow-up? You, I don't know, but I wish you guys could have seen Frankie's face go through five different emotions right there. He was like, oh, that's good. Co- Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's a follow-up. So I guess I um, maybe it's The Nightmare Before Christmas 2, Electric Boogaloo. I don't uh, know. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. The Nightmare, <laughs> or what if, what if it's like the best dream after Christmas? Or I don't, yeah. The Nightmare Before Christmas and the uh, Lucid Dream Before New Year's. I don't, <laughs> lucid the, the, Dream. <laughs> the Lucid Dream the, Before the, the titling, New Year comes. We're titling the next movie. It's the Did, Lucid Dream Before New Year. I feel like Disney has basically just accepted this fact that they're struggling to create iconic classics like Lion King, yeah. Aladdin. Like That was like the golden age of... of modern disney movies i did see a trailer and i cannot remember it for the life of me now the name of it i will find it for you uh a new disney pixar movie that was shown as a trailer before spider-man far from home okay um and it looks it looks really good it looks it's a new it's a new i guess new franchise or i would say ip i don't yeah i mean right exactly they're, new they're, IP? they're like all mini franchises yeah. at this point Okay. Um, but it looks it looks really good, and so that's, there's a new one to it. Be excited for it. Actually, it was pretty interesting. But will it have staying power? That's the question. Because uh, yeah. y- you know, you can say like, "Oh, it looks really good," and it might be really good. But if you're not singing its songs, like uh, you know, the last the last big one, which is relatively recent, is Frozen. I yeah. think Frozen is the last. You can say Coco, but. No, uh, you know. Okay, let's not. Let's get one thing straight here. I fucking love Coco. Doesn't so. matter. I'm not saying what you love or doesn't love, doesn't love. I'm saying Frozen has spawned that magic that Lion King spawned and Aladdin spawned. I feel like Coco might have done that. So you're saying that there's all these um, spinoffs and songs and like hit, you know, hit songs that have been on the radio for over a year from Coco. Yes. That, I, I don't no, I don't think there's spinoffs. There's not yet, but I have seen on uh, lots of playlists and radios and stuff, Coco songs be on there, but that's it. I mean, there hasn't been spinoffs. There hasn't been characters, other stuff yeah, created. I, that's the extent I don't believe of it. it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really wish I remember what the name of the, the new Dixie Pixar thing was. Um, I'm going to cheat, and while I okay look it up, but so so do we need a live action Nightmare Before Christmas? Or do we need a live action anything from Disney? Is the question. Oh, I, <laughs> like I'll still watch. Like like I've said, I'm not really particularly a fan of them, but I thought you haven't seen any of them. I yeah, I haven't. That's well, <laughs> still that basically <laughs> leads I'm not a fan to them because I didn't. I, I even put out the money to go see so, them. So so they're not earning your dollars. Yeah. You have limited entertainment dollars and they're not earning it. And uh I don't I don't know. I I don't I mean by all means if they're making whatever it is that that they think is the minimum amount, I don't know if that's 600 million or whatever it is for Disney, but for me I have no interest in most of these live action except I keep seeing the trailers for Lion King and I kind of want to see it. Uh, I think it, because Lion King is one of the ultimate classics, which yeah. is weird because Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast, those are up there too with the ultimate classics of Disney. Well, those are, uh, they call those different though. They're, those are like golden. Like the Vaulter, yeah. the Platinums. Or, the, those are what made Disney. Yeah. The foundation of Disney. It doesn't mean they're the best. Yeah. But they're the original. Pinocchio, Cinderella, like all those. Those... Those were the original movies. Yeah. I feel like you get two different answers. 
maybe from a lot of people, if you asked them what their favorite Disney movie was and what the best Disney movie is, you might get two different answers. I think from a lot you of should. People. Yeah. Um, I did find the name of it. It's a Disney Pixar movie. So remember, it's not straight Disney. Sure. So it doesn't have as much of the magic as a Disney the movie. Magic. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if you just want to call it. It's called Onward, and it's two sibling elves embark on a quest to discover if there's any oh. magic left in the world. I almost guarantee that that is not a classic alongside Frozen. It, no, it's because it, it's not it looks a fun. It's not a princess, so yeah, it didn't even. Yeah, I saw it. It just didn't stand out to me. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it doesn't stand out as a Disney movie because there's no princesses. To be honest, ironically enough, there doesn't feel like there's going to be an epic quest. Yeah, well, it's gonna be a looking, fun quest. Yeah, but that's not enough. They're on a quest to find an epic quest, and they might not find one. And it's just, yeah. it's, yeah. a, it's a side quest. It's, it it yeah. looks fun, though. I, I actually, I want to see that movie. Uh, whereas I don't have any interest in any live action except Lion King, and I think the reason why I want to see Lion King is because it's not really live action; it's CG. Yeah, and I hella want to see realistic CG. Yeah. of any of these movies. I, yeah, I think like I actually do want to see Lion King. Um, not just because like the actors or like the well actors the that are being actors. voice <laughs> actors uh, are awesome. I just really think that yeah, like it's gonna be cool off of the pure fact that it's it's more CGI and we're gonna get like more li- like lively fight. I guess maybe I don't know. So two things, but speaking of voice actors, real quick, onwards um, cast of voice actors yeah. is actually pretty powerful. The first four listed were Tom Holland. He's just on fire right now. He's doing everything. He's in the current war, too. He's just making yep. everything. He's the next Keanu. Uh, Chris Pratt, Octavia Spencer, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So those are all very, very, very famous people mm-hmm, that, sure. are, that yeah. are doing these uh, voices. And Lion King. Um, I, can, I, I almost am betting with a paycheck, one of my paychecks, that someone's going to have a kid who is terrified of what Pumbaa looks like. I'm telling you, Pumbaa is terrifying to look at. <laughs> Pumbaa. Pumbaa is, is scary. an interesting name, too. <laughs> their, their kids never saw the original Lion King, so uh, it's okay if they're afraid of Pumbaa. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it was made 20 years What's going to be born. even funnier is when they actually realize the terrifying creature tells them Akuna Matata to live and a better it, it life. Farts and, <laughs> farts and eats bugs and stuff, you know. That was Pumbaa's whole thing. It's it's just funny that 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 warthog is terrifying to look at, and there's going to be a kid who has nightmares. I guarantee it. <laughs> being chased by a pumba in the middle of dreams, just yeah. it's an interest. Being chased by a pumba. Uh, okay, so up next, J.K. Rowling has announced she's making some more Harry Potter books. Doesn't surprise me. Books ish. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to add the ish on. They are books set in the Harry Potter universe. I don't think any of the four books have Harry Potter in them at all. Which is completely fine. They're, they're Potterverse books. They're Potterverse books. Okay, yeah. But, but see, you... that's where I argue. If you're going to say you're making Harry Potter books, you better have Harry Potter in it. If you're making Potterverse books, then it can take place in the Potterverse. Yeah, I okay, think... maybe maybe she had like <laughs> weird wordage. She like, just yeah. didn't really think about it. And just because well, she I only... think she didn't think about it. And on top of this, they're not going to be paperback or hardback. They're going to be digital only. Mm, I'm not mad at her for doing that. I mean, I, I only read. I mean, my girlfriend, she prefers, you know, uh, dead tree books. But 
uh, I read everything on my phone. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's I nice think, to have your copy of Tales of Beetle the Bard to, you know, carry around in your back yeah. pocket, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I just think, it, I think that's a good idea because it's, it's pushes, um, you know, the, we, we as gamers have recent, like in the recent past had where the gaming world pushed for more digital, like things instead of having to create plastic or yeah but we know with xbox and with ouya and with stadia pushing for digital only media it's not working very well um yeah because people are still in their cotton their old ways but i do think that a pu- pushing for the digital uh age uh does kind of help just try to get closer I'm to it i'm all for it for it. video games because it's very i'm a lazy ass person so having the comfort of switching games without having to change a disc out is so nice. But the problem is, is that uh, if I had bought the digital version of Spider-Man, you would not have been able to borrow it. Very true. And mm-hmm. and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and originally, when they were first introducing digital books, they gave everybody a way to share them. That's kind of gone away. Yeah. Basically, I have to give you my Amazon you, account. You saying that, though, I would like to do a wink and a nod real quick to uh, E3 a couple of years ago. I don't know how many people. I remember it distinctly, but when Xbox announced their newest console, yeah. um, they said you wouldn't be able to trade games on it. Yeah. Um, PlayStation immediately fired back, and they were like, "This is how you borrow games from friends." And they literally just handed a physical copy to their friend, and they like looked at Xbox like, "Now what?" And then Xbox was like, "Shit, you're right. We got to go back to physical media." Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, can I borrow Mortal Kombat uh, 11 from you? Um, let me put my account on your PlayStation so you can download it. Yeah. And then, yeah, no. Yeah, no. That, so PlayStation does not let people borrow games any more than Xbox does unless you well, went to the store and bought a physical copy. But see, PlayStation is weird. As long as you give it a logon, you can download the game onto that system. But you can only have three logons before PlayStation warns you that there's three PlayStations with a logon. You're going to have to remove one of them. Yeah. But that still means three PlayStations can have a logon. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's. <laughs> but if I gave you my login to your PlayStation here, you'd have access to 130 different games. Well, because I, I, I have a lot of my PlayStation. I have a lot of PlayStation. Uh, well, that's the problem. I have a lot of PlayStation Plus games. If you don't have Plus, you I can't do have play Plus. Them. Okay, but if you do, I have the library from basically when PlayStation Four started. Oh, cool. So uh, the thing about the Potterverse stories, number one, I think she chose Harry Potter because. The casual Harry Potter fan, while they may see Fantastic Beasts and see every other movie and read all the books, they may not know the like, just like CW Arrow uh, Flash fans, people who like CW Flash, it's the Arrowverse. Like that's the Flash is part of the Arrowverse. If you're a true fan, you know that it's part of the Arrowverse. Yeah. It's not the Flashverse. It's the Arrowverse. I believe actually they call it the Berlantiverse. That is like some weird industry term. Well, they call it that because Greg Berlanti directs all of those. Well, I, or I produces. get that, but that's why it's an industry term. Yeah. The fans don't. They like, don't understand that. Because it's like when you buy the book set in that universe, it says Arrowverse on the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't say Berlantiverse because he didn't do anything with the comics. He made the yeah. show. Yeah, so that that fictional universe, uh, as opposed to all the stuff he's you know done or whatever. Um, so she just, if she said Potterverse, she probably would be worried that people wouldn't find her search terms and she's, she knows how to make money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Harry Potter, her tweets and stuff will come up. I, I do like JK Rowling. She is going through some stuff right now though. Um, some bad social media, I guess is what you could say. 
she started following some anti-trans or like some transphobic websites yeah. and all that stuff, and their people are waiting for a response as to why. I I'm kind of on both sides of it because I follow Donald Trump on Twitter, but I follow him because I want to see what stupid shit he's gonna say next. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Uh, like, follow who you follow doesn't matter who you retweet yes does and who you maybe yeah. who you like yeah right? i agree with that but my my issue is she said that the um she was kind of done but uh you know she's not done yeah she's not i done. just feel like she's smart enough to be like okay people have forgotten my name again let me just rile some more stuff up i'll make another book and yeah then... but people were like what's next after the after the last deathly hollows book or whatever yeah. And she was like, no, like the story is complete. And I guess it is complete. She's not doing anything more with Harry Potter, but she never wrote, you know, she didn't release books for, um, Fantastic Beasts. Those are just screenplays, right? Uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Was there was a book? No, no, no. It was, it was, I'm agreeing with you. It was a a play. I believe the cursed child was also a play. And the second one, uh, uh, Grindelwald, See, there it is again. Sorry. We, we, we know you're probably hearing that. Apologize. Um, Crimes of Grindelwald. I don't know if it was a screenplay or not. Because I think she made a sequel off of the screenplay that was a book. Mm. Like some yep. weird weird universe type thing. Um, yeah. I <laughs> If you guys want to laugh, um, I am one of the very largest Harry Potter fans in... Uh, well, I wouldn't say in my group of friends because a lot of my group of friends are also very large Harry Potter fans. Um, but I am a very bad Harry Potter fan in the fact that I cosplay uh, Newt very often, and I have yet to see the second Fantastic Beast. It's pretty good. I just I don't know. It, I had interest in it, and then it just it waned, and I just never went to go find it. Yeah, it's definitely not. Um, it's not a great movie. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, but I'm just saying, like, um, you know, I I feel like Spider Man. Far From Home was a great movie. Yes, and we will get into it that. It was so good. Um, but there's a lot of other movies that just don't hit my heartstrings. And so I'm like, wow, that was a well-made movie. The special effects were good. I just didn't care. Yeah. And I, I didn't I didn't care about it. Um, but honestly, I don't. I just don't care for that universe. The that, Harry Potter universe or the Fantastic Beasts universe? The Fantastic Beasts universe. Yeah, I just don't care for it. Um, it's kind of boring to me. I don't know why, but you're like, as a Harry Potter fan, I don't want a universe where Harry Potter hasn't existed. (laughs) (laughs) We know he's going to at one point, but in this one, he hasn't. Okay. Um, this was a shock to a lot of people. Especially last episode. Yeah. So last episode, we said the next comic for walking dead was going to be a big one. A 70 page, 72 72 page, page, 72 page whopper. It is a whopper. It's the last issue ever. Yeah. I heard that. That was, out of nowhere. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I don't want to do it anymore. Well, I don't know that he was like that, but they were like, he said he, uh, well, he, he said he was crying over it. Well, yeah. I, and I do agree that he probably, it was, was what made Robert Kirkman famous. Yeah. But Robert Kirkman has gone on to make other things too. He's, sure. He made Oblivion Song. If you guys haven't read that comic book, it's fucking amazing. Oblivion Song is some guy who can jump between parallel worlds. Mm-hmm. One world is fine. One world is not. And that guy is saving the people that are in the not. Yeah. Bringing them back to our good world. It's super cool. It's a really cool story, but also a Robert Kirkman. Um, but yeah, this was huge. And 
I don't know too much about The Walking Dead because I just don't give two shits about it. Yeah, I don't. I know some of the characters and I know names and stuff. But apparently there is a major, major, major character who dies in, I think, 192. And then 183 is explaining what happens after that. But I've heard that the person that dies is already dead in The Walking Dead show. Oh, you know what? I think it's the main protagonist. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is dead in the, yeah. in the show. Rick, I think it's Rick Grimes. Yeah, and I think because they alluded to it last season that he was going to be he was going to die, and there was going to be like a dream sequence or something that he'd come back for, but he was done. Yeah, what was so weird was they talked about how the issue one ninety three was going to talk about this post world after Rick, and introduce like the other protagonists <laughs> and all this stuff. It did, and then they ended it. <laughs> and they ended it. So I guess they they probably did some studies, and they were like, you know what, people don't care. Yeah. Yeah, like this new protagonist or what? I just feel it's like also that the the like big love behind zombie is it's waning. Yeah, it's not as big as like a big thing that people enjoy anymore. What's the next big thing? I guess the next big thing is uh, Ariel. Ah, Segway. It's so good. Um, Yeah. So this, I've been myself posting a lot on my own Facebook about the uh, Disney's live action Little Mermaid. Um, cast Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, who <laughs> a lot of people, like, I, had awesome. to, I had to re- reread it to myself because I was like, this is Halle Berry? Oh, no, Halle Bailey. It's, it's, it's not Halle Berry. Halle Bailey is a 19-year-old girl, not a smoking hot fox that's 50 or 60 years old. I don't know how old, how old Harry, Halle Berry is. They're both hot. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Just one's young and hot. <laughs> um, but her ethnicity has made people question it. Or did it? See, I've been posting a lot of stuff about people arguing that her ethnicity is because she's a black woman. That people are saying that this isn't cool. Ariel should be white and yada, yada, yada. But I haven't seen anybody I know saying they have a problem with it. Yep. I've seen websites saying that people are saying that they have a problem with it. But I haven't seen anybody I know saying it. I saw people making Facebook groups and then deleting Facebook groups. So basically people that often are people of color, because you can see who creates the group, Yep. create these hate groups and then delete them so they can take screenshots. Because I don't think that, I don't think people have been able to find enough actual haters at this point. So they're like, well, the story, the narrative is so good to say like, oh, there's so much hatred in the world and there's so many, the races are like out and they can't stand it. I actually think the normal, the normal haters, the normal racists that normally speak up about this stuff, which, you know, are generally white males. Yeah. Those people don't care about Little Mermaid. They don't. <laughs> they don't. So, so because they don't care about Little Mermaid, uh, there was not enough haters. And so the news has been like trying to find like random no name yeah. people and retweeting their tweets and stuff and being like, why do you hate people? Like th- there's always haters out of all of the people that I've talked to all my friends and stuff. It seems that the thing that is most in question with this character is not her ethnicity, but her hair color, her hair color. People <laughs> are up in fight. arms about her. She better have red hair and yeah. it might not be a straight flowing head of red hair yeah but i hear that it will be red so it might have some red streaks in it it might be a dark red or something but it'll still be red but it's funny that 
whether or not this news was fake, made up, or yeah. exaggerated, that I'm seeing in my own personal circle more people mad about hair color than they are about ethnicity. Yeah. And that's how I want it to be. I want people to be mad about a hair color and not about race because it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I think she's hot. I... Uh, I haven't seen more than a few minutes of any live action Disney movie, but I am far more likely to see a live action Disney movie with somebody hot like uh, Halle Bailey. Uh, On top of that, who can sing as well. And who can sing. And I actually, I do like the songs from Little Mermaid, whereas I don't care about the songs from uh, um, Beauty and the Beast. You know what? You know, I know exactly why. Because it's a hot mermaid. Because Sebastian is Jamaican. (laughs) Yeah, I, honestly, guys, I I was kind of like upset because I thought Jamaica uh, he was I thought Sebastian was French. I didn't realize he was Jamaican. Yeah, because it's been so many decades since I last watched <laughs> Little Mermaid. I kind of confused them all. Yeah, it's fair. Lumiere is French, and so is basically any. Normally, I, the the guide or like you the know. I don't want to say gay best friend because they're not necessarily gay or doesn't have anything to do with it. But the way that that stereotype, well, or I mean, Lumiere is very much not gay. Yeah. Like the, the stereotype though, that he's oh, the best yeah. friend, like, you know, he guides you on your way yeah. and he helps you out. Um, most of them are French. It just seems that way. Yep. But uh, Sebastian is, but see, Sebastian's not guiding little mermaid. He's trying to get her to not do shit. No, he's, he's, uh, he's saying, you know, he's, uh, your, your father is all knowing and you should follow his rules. Yeah, but he's the equivalent of, um, of the cricket. He's, he's, he's just, he's the good guy. There's Giuseppe, a good influence yeah. and there's a Giuseppe trouble or, or it, Gi- No, not, not Geppetto. Geppetto is where the cricket's from, but, um, I forgot. Him Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, Jiminy. Jiminy. <laughs> when you watch it in Spanish class, it's Jiminy. It's Jiminy. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> oh, I opened my phone. Whoops. This next one is sad. This one is about legitimate real hate. Yep. Again, uh, stuff that I don't want to see. I. Oh, it's going to be an Okay, so a 15-year-old girl who only is known as Bachi. I think that's how you yeah. pronounce her name. Um, defeated a pro Smash player named Ally, who also has some controversy we'll talk about in a second. Um, upsetting basically this the super smash bros tour because she was un unknown unnamed um she just defeated one of the top i think uh, ally was fifth in the world at smash and she just beat him like yeah yeah i was gonna say beat him like a redhead stepchild but after talking about ariel i don't know if that's an appropriate (laughs) phrase um but then people started bullying her about her being a female gamer and it's gotten to the point now she's just gonna quit not just bullying her. She's bull- they're bullying her because she's a, a female player, and also she's very young. Yeah, a yeah, very young female player, and saying you know, well, effectively they're driving her out. She's gonna make a new name, and she's gonna come back into the scene as a as another different person. Yeah, and not tell people that she was the one who beat somebody. Yep. you know. Um, but we'll know. We'll yeah. know. <laughs> um, one 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 angle to the argument that I thought was kind of interesting though. I saw some people complaining, not that she was a woman, not that she's like, you know, this uh, specifically a young woman, but rather complaining that they are angry that they talked about it. They're angry that the news 
started reporting this 15-year-old beating the Smash player as if it's special. When And then they brought up this other person who was like 16 from a few months ago yeah. who beat this other person uh, first time. You know, so, so a 16-year-old boy comes out of nowhere, beats somebody, and nobody cares. And so their argument is if you're not going to, to report on and care that this that somebody comes out of nowhere and beats a pro then you're basically saying that this girl is not impressive because she came out of nowhere and she won she's impressive because she's a girl yep and nobody's impressive for being a girl which is bullshit which is no that's true nobody's impressive for being a girl no i'm i'm saying that ideology is bullshit the ideology that somebody's special because they're a girl is, is bullshit no, the, the flip side, the, the, somebody thinking that because you are a woman, that you're not special. No, no, they're not special. Neither are they if they're a guy. Nobody's special. That's no. How can you say that somebody's special because they're a girl? No, that's they're what not. I'm saying. No, I mean that's what I'm trying to say. I, maybe I confuse. Oh, okay. I I think that the argument that you saying that because she's a woman, that she's special because she's a woman. Yeah, no, it's that's, bullshit. That's bullshit. Yes. So give people props that they earn. Because they earn them. Not because of their gender or their race or and, their anything. And this, the, the reality is, is that um, I think for the next maybe five years, we'll continue to say, oh, you're so special because you're a girl who did something that typically a guy does. However, um, after that, I think we'll be done. After that, once we've had enough top tier directors, enough top tier game tournament players, enough top tier, you know, all these different things. Once we've had enough of those, then we won't have this. And I think that that's going to cut the number of trolls and haters in half. I really do. Because um, I think a lot of the people are legitimately angry that they're like, yeah, she's a cool player. She's good. Why are you talking about it when you didn't talk about stuff last month? Yeah. And that's fair. I think that that's legitimate. That is a fair. I almost, I almost, if I had the money, I would just be like, you know what? Who is this girl? I'm going to pay for every one of her entries. Yeah. Like, fuck. No. Why? Because these bullies, like, just to, like. Oh, because, because be, they're bullying her? Yeah. Yeah, no, just yeah, to fair. try to help and be like, hey, you know what? I support you. I think you should continue going Yeah, on. I think she should continue like, going I, in, So, even so much more that I'll put money on this, like, for you yeah. to keep going, like. Um, on top of this, uh, the more news, the extended news of this one, yeah. Ally, who is fifth in the world, we just said that, is now uh, banned for life from Smash. Yeah. He was just, I guess, he, it just came out that he was having relations. I don't know exactly what that means because I don't think they anybody actually knows what that means, but he admitted to having relations with another player, a Smash player, who was far underage. I was. Uh, we just got some news that was this just in that I was just about to say, and then my girlfriend was like, "Wait, don't say it. It's yeah. a fan news. Don't do it." Yeah. So, yeah, it was David Tennant was going to be the Riddler, but that's just a fan theory that we all want. <laughs> It'd be nice. Um. So because yeah, you love Batman stuff. <laughs> I do if David Tennant's in it. All right, <laughs> I love David Tennant. <laughs> um. This one, I think Rich and I were going to argue about. Um, in our chat, but we forgot about it, so we're gonna do it now. <laughs> um, Netflix ha- is adopting a very extremely strict no smoking policy 
from now on. So when you when you say strict, can you explain how it only applies to maybe sixty percent of their their shows? There is not there is not going to be any form of smoking, vaping, or any type of cigarette at all in so, any show that they do. No, you're on. not. That's not true. It, that's what I read. That's not true. Okay. The it's anything that is rated for people thirteen years and younger. Oh, that okay. No, that's what I read, but I left that sentence out. Why did you leave that sentence? I, I, for, I forgot because about that. Sentence. Half of their shows are for adults. Yes. So, so if we watch, uh, what's the one with the brain uh, technology? Um, altered Carbon. Oh, so yeah. Altered Carbon can have smoking because, because that's a rated, rated R. Or, I don't know the day of rating, but it's it's rated. Th- no, it's rated MA, I think. Yeah. So TV MA stuff can have all the smoking yep. that they want. And that, if they said what you just said, which is none of their shows can have smoking, I'd be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But they're saying shows that are meant to be watched by people who the science says are three times more likely to start smoking cannot see smoking. They're not going to contribute to that. Yes. But everything else, which is most of the stuff I watch, I mostly, I don't watch, I don't know, all the kids shows. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where the backlash came from. Cause if I'm uh, hopefully not mistaken, cause I just was, um, I think stranger things season three was rated PG 13. So I'm not sure though. I have to, I have uh, to look it you up. know, I, I actually thought in my head, do, does it seem likely that stranger things should be watched by eight year olds? I feel like it shouldn't be. Well, if it's PG thirteen, that would mean thirteen and up, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think that that's I think that's right on the cusp. So that would be no smoking going forward. Um, I think that's I think that is their policy. If if Stranger Things is for that, and it's got a bunch of what twelve year olds, yeah, yeah. But it's very violent. I mean, it is, um, and it's it's got some very disturbing scenes that I'm fine with. But I assume that a. a eight or nine year olds, the fragile young minds. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. They, I, I'm trying to like, I think that they mostly, um, hide a lot of the worst violence, but they do have people melting in, in this season. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, at any rate, not just melting, but like there was bones yeah. in the melting. If they never showed these actors smoking, it is PG 13, by the way. Yeah. So if they never showed these actors smoking, um, would I even have noticed? I wouldn't even have noticed. Yeah. I, but they're I all do, allowed to get drunk, apparently. I which do, I'm, I, I'm for. <laughs> I do want to point out, though, specifically in Stranger Things Season 3, there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot. There is a lot. I think every episode has at least three or four scenes. Of so, so They said something with 200 or 213 or something. A lot. Scenes of somebody smoking. Like, I, that is a lot. You know, personally, I hate smoking i, I hate vaping um i find it disgusting i i hate anything that affects me and i i'm like you know what use a patch use anything do not put stuff in the air that i have to breathe that's just me and i actually do i i i don't and I, I hesitate to say that i get triggered yeah but i do not like to watch people smoke yep. i don't like it so if they had removed it and they just showed them all drinking all the time, because because the whole point is they're all smoking because they're kind of PTSD broken. Yeah. Well, it's also this is supposed to take place in the 80s. And this is and if we're going with historical oh, accuracy. Heck yeah. 
when, when I was a kid, everybody, smoked. everybody smoked. Oh man. Everybody smoked. Everything got this kind of yellow grime on the walls and everything Everywhere. because yeah, you basically just had to throw away stuff because it got coated with this nicotine film. It was filthy and disgusting guys. If you're young and you didn't have to live through that, by all means, you're if you're a, basically, if you're a smoker, stop smoking now. And if you're not a smoker, don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> just it, it's better it's just better that way um on the topic of stranger things since we're talking about it yeah i am currently on episode six out of eight and i'm halfway through it seven of eight and i gotta say this this season is amazing the season is amazing it's amazing i will keep stranger things spoiler free since uh frankie has not yet watched it but i do want to bring up that i've seen a lot of people say that this started slow i do not feel like the season started slow if if you think Episode one is slow. That's one eighth of the whole season. It is a short season. It is a short season. Yes. So, so one eighth of the series is is kind of slow in build up, and then and then the other two through two through eight is nonstop action. Yeah. So I guess I don't. know. And then um, they were also saying like, I've seen some people saying that they were taking time out to work on relationship stuff, and I was like, where are they trying to take this time? There is stuff happening monsters and bad guys and things and they're trying to work on their relationships while this is happening i think in some cases but it cuts so you see like some people doing uh, well obviously the i i think i i think i i get it there's a lot of people who do not want to see 12 year olds dating that's fair i guess and those people when they're working on their dating are not working on the the horror monster stuff yeah they're not so there is there is like three episodes where where 30 percent of the characters the other 60 they're doing stuff all the time yep i don't i don't know i don't i don't really get what what their complaint is basically they're like can we just see monsters blowing up and getting killed by people um, I would also like to point out they introduced a new character in the season, and this character is also amazing. She is amazing. <laughs> Love her. Um, and, I mean, I wanted to say she's my favorite right now, but still, Dustin is so good. I love Dustin so much because he's just, it's great. And then there's, uh, again, with trying not to say too much spoilers about who it was, uh, Dustin calling out someone for being a nerd was the funniest scene so far in the series so that, I've, that I've seen. She she is a hidden gem in that show. <laughs> she is. Um, if you guys have seen it, you'll know what we're talking about. If not, go watch it, and then you'll understand what we're talking about. And so I think you'll appreciate. So Stranger Things is getting its first book, and that's the official sign of this becoming a full on franchise. So the book is about um, Hopper going to New York. I, okay. I'm pretty sure. So that's either out or it's coming out very soon. And uh, so if you like Stranger Things, there's going to be a lot more stuff for you to purchase and consume within this universe. Um, I actually wanted to bring this up, too. It wasn't in the news, but I did read it today. I thought it was funny. There is a couple articles saying, um, I don't understand why Stranger Things is glamorizing uh, abusive relationships. And I had to sit back in my chair for a second. I was like, wait, since when are they glamorizing any abusive relationship? Granted, Hopper is an abusive person. I don't think he's glamorized at all. We all know Hopper is an asshole. That's how he is. Yeah. And we do not want to be like Hopper. 
And we don't want to be like Billy's dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're, I mean, all, all the men who are villains die yeah. in some way. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand what was being glamorized. It's, about. it's like if I, I think there's a lot of men who feel woke right now, but they're not. <laughs> they're not woke. He's like, they, I'm going to talk about this abusive relationship that's happening. You shouldn't do it. And everybody's like, yeah, we know you shouldn't do it. But they don't know. They, they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. They want to say, you know what? Let's pretend that chapter of history is gone. And do not show it anywhere because that's glamorizing it. Yeah. Like, no, we got to talk about this stuff so that we get reminded of what we don't want in our world. <laughs> exactly. Especially in the 80s. A lot of a lot of men acted like Hopper did. 100%. Yeah. So, and I, I think elsewhere, people still do. Yeah. Um, Russia. <laughs> which a lot of the series revolves around, coincidentally. Um, okay, so gaming news a little bit we're gonna jump back and forth like we always do uh final fantasy 14 is doing something interesting so final fantasy is not a good game it's actually just an mmo crap if you're talking about 14 specifically that's fine if you're talking about final fantasy as a genre no, I 14 will, i will fight you no, i'm talking about 14 <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying even though it says 14 it's actually not one of the the single player good games it's actually just a crappy mmo ah coincidence so final fantasy 14 is an mmo it's one of the two that uh, Final Fantasy yeah. has made. Final Fantasy XI and Final Fantasy XIV are MMOs. They have just released a new expansion, Shadowbringers, I believe it's called. Uh, it came with new classes, new dungeons, new everything like any MMO does. But they added in the trust system. And what the trust system says is the new dungeons that have come out, you can take your favorite NPCs that you've worked so long with since the beginning of the game, and now you can run a dungeon with the NPCs. And no longer need friends to do a party at all. You can play the game completely single player. You can play those dungeons. Those dungeons. Those dungeons. Not the older dungeons. Yeah. And only specific newer ones. But those ones you can do alone. That is that is the first step to get me being willing to play an MMO. But um, then again, doing that, is that an MMO now? I don't know. I, I, think, I do think this is going to disintegrate a lot of numbers for the MMO. Because... They'll just do the stuff alone, and now they don't need to play it anymore. They're done. But the whole thing about MMOs is that they spoon-feed you content to keep you playing forever. And that's actually my biggest problem with MMOs, not not the inherent stuff. I agree with you, but I also think that they spoon-feed the difficulty of a dungeon or a raid or how hard it is for you to get equipment based on how your party acts. When you no longer need a party, they're taking one of the spoons away. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume that whereas normally you kind of fight over the good stuff, here you're probably just not going to get very much good stuff. You're going to get you're either not going to get very much good stuff, or uh, I mean, I don't I don't know. That's probably it because that's the only option I think you have. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm wondering if uh, this will do good. Um, if they start doing more stuff like this, it might bring me back in. I used to play Final Fantasy 14 a lot. Um, once I hit the level cap, I played a few dungeons and then I just got disinterested, but I did play it all the way through, um, when it, when it came out, uh, I had no reason to go back and play it until recently they announced that the red mage and blue mage are now classes you can play as, and those are very interesting classes to be able to play as. Yeah. So red mage can both attack with magic and physical. So he's good at everything, but not a master of anything. That's the whole um that's the whole jack of all trades master of none 
uh, but better than a master of one. I, I like that phrase. What, what I think is interesting about these kind of things is that if if you logged in and the account glitched and you got a red mage at max level, max everything, yeah. how many dungeons would you play as the red mage? I don't know, but I did look into the sure. the system, and they're starting to get um, like alternate requirements. Yeah, like you need a monk or a red mage to so, do this role. Sure. So part of the glitch, every every you have everything maxed out. Yeah. So nothing else for the class do you have? It's all maxed out. Yeah. And you already said once that once you maxed out everything, I got bored. Yeah, you got bored. So what I think is interesting about MMOs in particular is that when you play um, God of War you or Spider-Man, yeah. you play because the story is interesting. But in MMOs, the, they could make interesting story. They, there's no reason why they don't make story like God of War. They just don't. They, they have snippets of stories. Sure, they do. But... For the most part, they entirely rely on your willing to grind. I so with a couple MMOs, I would kind of disagree with you. I do believe that both Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen had amazing stories, but I believe the issue that I have with it is the yeah. freaking story never ends. You don't get closure on something. No. Every they... time you get close to it, they add something else in, and you never get complete closure. Spider Man, I beat. Yeah. I know how it ends. Yeah. Cool. I can get some DLC if I want. I don't have to. I know how Spider-Man ended. God of War, I know how it ended. But like Final Fantasy fourteen, like, yeah, you uh in the beginning you you know you have to fight Bahamut. Cool, you brought down Bahamut, but Bahamut did this, and now you have to go take care of this. But in doing this, it caused this to happen. And yeah. now you gotta but like where's the end of the story? There is no end. There is none. And that's how they keep you going, and that's why I got bored of it. And not only that, but there never will be. Yeah, I know. They will they will cancel the game and then they'll, they'll turn the servers off. And you will never get the resolution yep. to these stories. And that's exactly, it sounds silly, but I used to collect a lot of pop figures. Yeah. And that's the exact same reason I stopped. I finally had a complete collection. I was proud of, <laughs> of, of a single thing like yeah. Sherlock. Yeah. I had all the Sherlock pops and I was proud of it. And then, oh, they released more Sherlock pops. You no longer have a complete collection. Well, well, I'm, I'm that's bad. why I'm off the grind. Yeah. I no longer have any drive to collect stuff, either in a digital way yeah. or in a real way. I get things that i like so i have a lot of dr strange stuff i'm not trying to collect all the dr strange stuff i just because i realized this is this like um uh this guinea pig uh hamster wheel that they have us on that we're supposed to just keep working this this boring job that we don't want so that we can buy more stuff that we can never get all of it yep and i'm not i'm i'm done i want i want the fun stuff and mmos i find the first month or so always be really fun because the story's good just like yeah. a single player game yeah. everything's good but then it gives you this unsatisfying ending that i always feel a little depressed yep at the end of a, of a video game i never like a, i mean a single player game like god of war or something like that i never feel depressed i'm like wow i even a- feel like that's my might be why i've turned to mobas so much too i know that there's not even a story <laughs> attached to so them so just i don't need even, one yeah all right we can, we can move on. Um, Frankie, I know you really don't give a shit about this next one, so I wanted to talk to you about it. Yeah. The Pacific Rim anime is coming in 2020, and 
does anybody care? You know, I really don't think so because purely for the fact, like a, a being an, a big anime fan and being in the uh, community to be able to, to interact with a lot of uh, the fandoms for anime, I feel like there, like there's a very small niche amount of anime fans who are into like giant robot, like, like robot I've, animes in general. I feel like it could be the same with kaiju. There's a very small amount of people that like kaiju. Other people just don't give a shit. Yeah, and it's. And I'm not saying like it's a bad idea that Pacific Rim is going to make an anime. I think it's great because the people who are into Gundam or Evangelion are going to be like, wow, like great. Another different storyline where we get to like an anime. And I think maybe it could help progress the uh, the concept of Pacific Rim um, further. Purely on the fact that now you don't have to worry about too much CGI or um, acting ability. Like now you can just pretty much draw out and yeah. be a little more. Well, you're assuming that instead of uh, instead of CG, they're going to draw these things. Yeah, In, because a lot of anime is CG. Or like, or yeah, I guess I guess I meant <laughs> I worded or made it seem like I didn't know, but uh, or uneducated. There we go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean like, as in, it's just not going to be like live action anymore. Sure. sure. There's no humans. Yeah. yeah, There's just voice actors. That's it. Yeah. It it can be a lot more can be computer generated. So, so let me ask you this. A lot of anime fans seem to hate all of the movies that have been made from the anime. There's very live action movies. There's very few live action movies. Is there any, any live action movies from anime that have been successful? Not that I can even think of. No. no. Okay. So no. I gave it some real thought too. If you could hear the wheel, have the, wheels turning. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> it was like dead silence there for a moment. So have there been any, I feel like this is a really rare niche. Has there been any anime that have been made inspired from live action movies? Oh yeah. And have those been good? Like name name me one. <laughs> I'm trying to like I see think smoke of the coming first. Out of yeah, I'm like uh, there has been a couple. There I know, has. I, I know there has. But yeah, I, like now I'm just like, which one's the first one I can think of? So this is a weird take. Castlevania. Yes. Okay. Castlevania. Yeah. Was it? It's it, not live it action. wasn't a live action movie, and nor was it a movie at all. It was a video game. Yeah. But it did become an anime, and the anime's fucking awesome. It is. Yeah, no, it is. It's one of the best. It is really good. Yeah. Um. I don't know, but I do also want to point out that the anime world is in a strange, strange place right now. Um, there is a lot of good anime out there. I've been trying to watch a lot, but you either get the niche anime, like we're talking about right now, Pacific Rim and Kaiju and stuff coming out, where only a few select people are going to care about it, or you get an isekai anime, which if you don't know what isekai is, it literally translates to being transported to another world. And it seems like every single anime coming out every season is going to have an isekai new isekai anime um sword art online uh, all these other ones that are like that those are all considered isekai 75 percent of the books i read are uh, what they is, call lit rpg which is the same thing yeah and it's gotten to the point where people like i guess the animators know that people love isekai as yeah, a thing me, that they've it. started titling anime <laughs> isekai world or isekai yeah. jump like that they just know it's just there. No, it's the same thing with the books. They'll be titled 
an an L, a lit RPG adventure or a lit RPG dungeon, <laughs> a lit RPG uh, multiverse or, or something like that. Because they want you to know if this is something you like, you're gonna find it here. You're gonna find yeah. it here. Yeah, I um, right. it's I mean it's not a bad thing, but slow down, man. Let me catch up on some <laughs> of them. Jeez, every time I turn my back, there's another one, and I can't That's, watch it all. You know, it's so weird because entertainment is scaling to match the population. Yeah. So that it's basically becoming impossible to consume it all. But meanwhile, like entertainment places are not scaling, right? The population is, I don't know, we're at 375 million people in America right now, something like that. And you you think, okay, great. So we had, let's say that we had six major parks in the 70s. You know, Disneyland, Disney yep. World, Orlando Studios, uh, Studios, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe you had six of them in, in the United States that were like major, major big. And you think, okay, great. So now here it is. We've 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 tripled the population. Do we have now 18 major big parks? No. No. And instead, we're just paying triple the price to go to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> there should be more parks. Where, where's the park in the Midwest so that, so that they're not going all the way to L.A. to go to Disneyland? Hey, 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 hey. Park in the Midwest, Cedar Point. I realize that water water parks are kind of, kind of getting big. No, Cedar Point's not a, oh, it's not a water, water park. park? I thought Cedar Point a- is, uh, it did have the, for the longest time, and I still think it holds the record, the largest uh, metal roller coaster in oh. America. Um, roller coaster parks don't count. That's all it is. It, the, that's, why, that's why it doesn't count. Six anyway. Flags is all DC stuff, and Universal is like Harry Potter. Yeah. Disney is Disney. But Cedar Point is nothing. It's just... There's a ride called the Raptor or Millennium. Well, and Six Force. Flags has always been on like the verge of going out of business too, because <laughs> it's a roller coaster park, and yeah. roller coaster parks only get, you know, a small niche. It of was, people. and then there's Sea World. I <laughs> Atlantis. Um, it was crazy though. I used to go to Six Flags um, on my birthday every yeah. year with my mother, and I didn't Did go. You ride the Superman. I don't like the Superman ride. <laughs> That's the only one I how, don't like. It. How are like you it? a Superman fan? Okay. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> not like your here's ride. My, here's my problem with it. It's normally a two-hour wait to get on a ride that's over in 10 seconds. Because all you do is you go up and you come down. You don't do any loops. You don't do any of this cool stuff. You literally just go up and I you come back down. Because are boring as heck anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but what I, what, what I did, I know that Six Flags, when I was going, since, yeah. since I've been going, had always had a... DC inspiration. Sure, yeah. But it has taken over. Oh, really? The entire park now is DC. Okay. So you can go to Wonder Woman World or Batman Actually, World. Actually, funny enough, um, you're right because the other the other um, like big entity that was part of Six Flags died. And yeah. that's the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Died. <laughs> Which we did, I think we did mention it before. Looney Tunes is coming back and the animation is... Yeah. yeah, it's weird. So I'm not sure it's going to make a comeback. <laughs> All right, guys, this is going to take forever because I keep distracting us. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, um, we can go through the next few pretty quick. Uh, the Power Rangers is getting a panel at signed to San Diego Comic-Con. I just thought that was interesting because I know that there has been other Comic-Con, or uh, not, other conventions strictly based on Power Rangers. Um, you mean Power the Mighty Mor- Morphin? The Morphicon, yeah. I think is what it's called. <laughs> there's been, you know, there's been conventions, but now the largest comic book convention in the world, which they are a comic book now as well, they're getting their own panel. 
So normally the old actors just show up to, yeah. to give signatures and photos. But now they, but now they get a panel. Now and actually, panel. the battle for the grid, from what I'm understanding, I haven't read it yet or played or any of this yeah. stuff, uh, is actually a super interesting story. Like there's all these Power Rangers from all these universes that are coming together and they need to, I don't know, fight for something. Hmm. And then I do know that uh, Tommy came back, the original White Ranger, Jason David Frank, and he's now a villain as the Green Ranger again. He went back. Oh, he's not just the, he is the, uh, he is the villain. The Green White Ranger. Yeah. He's combined the two power coins. Wow. Okay. So it it gets crazy. Um, River City Girls is a video game. I just can't help thinking of the meme where he's using the flute and he doesn't have a voice. <laughs> it's like explaining seven different things. He's using a flute, but he's not blowing into it because he has a helmet on, but he's not actually playing any notes because it's like a digital song for a monster that I don't know, it just kept going. The meme just kept going. Uh, River City Girls is coming September 5th, and this is a, a video game. That looked really, really awesome if you like stuff like old school Double Dragon here, Battle Tales. Here, I'll explain it in one other game. If you play the scroll, uh, side-scrolling Scott Pilgrim game, Hell you'll yeah. love this Hell game. yeah. What the heck? I've never played that game. You've never played? Oh, dude, I haven't heard of that game. The Scott yeah. Pilgrim it's amazing. Game was on We're PS3. downloading it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, no, it's really good. It's a pretty fun game. You get to play as Scott um, Bro, you get to do play as Nega Scott and do a pelvic yeah. thrust as your special move. <laughs> you All get right. to play as knives and I love those style of games. I'm yeah. on board. Um, and then it looks like you are two girls. One has uh, brass knuckles and one has a baseball bat. Okay, and it looks like you're trying to save your boyfriends from something. It yeah, looked like this. Apparently, your boyfriends get jumped by people in vans and taken, and they get upset that it looks cool as fuck. I, I, it's, I mean, it's a silly story. I'm, I'm not like I'm about it. I love those side scrollers. Okay, so the next probably five ten minutes that we're gonna talk. This is your spoiler warning for the episode. We will be talking about Far From Home. It's yeah. been about a week, so and it's, it's gonna it's about five minutes. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll give you guys we'll give you guys about like five seconds yeah. right now to decide to either pause or skip uh, or pause. Do. What are they gonna do if they pause? <laughs> I don't know. Pause. <laughs> buy a ticket. Go watch the movie. Come back. Unpause. Uh, he's got a point. Touche. You, you won that one, Frankie. You know what he reminded me of there? You remember when uh, Stewie was like, now cut my ice. He's like, I can't cut ice. Idiot. Freeze it. Then cut it. <laughs> well, you got me there. Um, okay. Yeah. So this is your spoiler warning. We'll give you a few seconds. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, it was pretty much everything I was hoping I would it see in Far From Home. It was one of my home. favorite MCU movies. And it even yeah, it was good. So there was two... Uh, I don't even think this was even in the news. Um, Insomniac Studios got to go see Spider-Man before a lot of people did. Okay. Insomniac made the Spider-Man game. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home had a nod to the Spider-Man video game suit. The suit was yeah. in there. And the Insomniac uh, Studio... There's a video reaction of them losing their fucking mind when they saw their suit... Yeah. On the big screen for Spider-Man, that's so awesome. And then they they paid they paid it back. Um, three of the suits from the Spider-Man movie are now in the Spider-Man game. The okay. stealth suit, his original suit at the beginning, yeah. and well, I guess the Iron Spider has always been in there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, super cool. Um, there's the, the the plot twist. We need to talk about the post credit scene, which is the plot twist. Um, yeah. The. the... <laughs> So first of all, can I say that I'm super fucking excited? Jay Jonas Jameson came back. Bro, that was pretty. Cool. That was awesome. I could never see anybody that could do Jay Jonas Jameson like him 
other than the picture I have in my head of who he looks like in the video game. But he's not a real person. Yeah. yeah. But this guy, I forgot what his name was. I used to know it. Um, perfect. Perfect for J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And he... I'm glad we have our JJ back. <laughs> and he um, put up a video and the pre-credits scene that... He's effectively Fox News... They call him the Infowars, the Alex yeah. Jones of the Spider yeah. the Spider Verse. <laughs> He's <laughs> wearing the good. tinfoil hat. And, That's good. Um, yeah. But the plot twist, the pre-credit scene, um, Mysterio's last dying words was Peter Parker is Spider Man and blabbed it to the entire world. Yeah, everybody knows. And I mean. What are you do now? What are we gonna do? I like how Tom Holland's response was literally the whole theater's response. What he, the? F- yeah, he put his hands over his face. He's like, oh my, well, oh shit. And then uh, when if that wasn't enough, you know, you get the five minutes to sit through the credits and think about what just happened. Yep. And then they blow your mind again with the post credit scene. You see, uh, Nick Fury having a vacation. He's just chilling. Well, a little, a little bit of Easter egg there, though. He was in the exact same scene as Coulson when Coulson was in a virtual reality. Yep. Um, when he always thought it was Tahiti. Tahiti, yeah. So, so you think, okay, is um, is it an LMD? That's what everybody yeah. was asking. Is it a life model decoy? Um, and no, but yes, it was <laughs> technically a life model decoy because it turns out the one that's on our Earth is a scroll. And we don't know exactly how long he's been a scroll. Um, Kevin Feige did come out and say that he has not been a scroll since the end of Captain Marvel. It, he took off with the scrolls yeah. way later to go find something. What is he looking for? We don't know. Another home for the scrolls, another power to save us. So, Who knows? Another thing is, I guess we're really under the impression that uh, Shield and the Skull uh, Skull Race are kind scroll. of like scroll scroll. Uh, excuse me. Um, are working f- relatively together. really close together. Because the scroll were saved by the humans, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I mean, I just I think just, this is interesting. They flipped the script in, yeah. in the comics. The scroll were bad. The Kree were good. Now in the MCU, the scroll are good and the Kree are bad. So I think the Kree were always honestly. I think both races are bad. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's all fair. the all the aliens uh, have tentative pieces with you know peace with the humans. Yeah. Um, because they have their own plots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, here, the Kree just seem outright generally bad. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting what this what this could lead to. Uh, there's been several theories. I, I wanted to bring up one that I think is the most bullshit theory. Um, that brings me to another point that uh, I just thought of something. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, when you uh, about your villains thing. Oh yeah, we'll get, we'll get there in a second. Um, so one of the theories was well. How long has uh, Nick Fury been a scroll? Which, by the way, um, I also wanted to bring up. Kevin Feige was talking about at one point he was going to, in one of the movies after Captain Marvel, have uh, Nick Fury cut his toast diagonally and eat it. And he was like, that would have been a dead giveaway that that wasn't Nick Fury. Because yeah. if you remember in Captain Marvel, he says he never he's scared of diagonal toast. He doesn't want to touch it. Um, it was interesting that they didn't go with that. I thought it was pretty funny. Um where was I going with this? I just got sidetracked because diagonal toast just threw me off in my own head. So uh, I think you were talking about how long. Oh, yeah. So how long yeah. has he been a scroll? And if that's the case, are there other scroll? If that's the case, 
did we actually lose Tony Stark? Because was he a scroll? And I can just blow this theory out of the water. When you're a scroll and you die, uh, you go back to your scroll form. Yeah. So, so that's done. It, it's, it's Tony's dead, guys. Also, um, the scrolls, I mean, Tony is was a super genius. Yeah. And so if there's scrolls running around that have the technical capability to make time machines and everything like Tony can, then I guess whatever. But they probably <laughs> don't need humans to save them at that yeah. point, I guess. I don't know. Tony's um, dead. He's my favorite Marvel hero. I feel it. Yes, Tony's dead. It sucks. We have to move on. Now, when I saw the when I saw Jonah Jameson in the trailer, I kind of assumed automatically that they would take the easy way out and in the in the next Spider-Man movie, Peter Parker would be like, "Yeah, that's really weird." Um that he, that they would say it and everybody would just kind of like get over it. Yeah. And I didn't think that they literally was going, this is it. So they said um, the same way that they took the secret identity away from Tony Stark so that the rest of the movies, they could get rid of that trope of having a secret identity. They yeah. don't like it. They don't, they don't like dealing with secret identities in the yeah. movies because they don't have a lot of time and they got to get through the supervillain and you know all these things. Yeah. So uh, they, they have publicly said that this is it. It's out there. They're doing something that has never been done in the movies before, which is Peter Parker being exposed. And so, yeah, he's going to have to deal with being Spider-Man. So I, I did, I did want to correct you on something I read. Peter Parker did expose himself at one point, but the, the fallout was so bad that I believe Mephisto Wait, in the movies. No, in, in the comics. We're only talking about the movies. No, no. Cause you said in the comics, it never happened before, but it did. Oh no, no, no I, I'm sorry. That was my mistake. They they said this is the first time in the movies. Yes, 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 yes. yeah. Uh, any Spider-Man movie, he's always kept his identity closely yeah. guarded, and now it's not. Um, Iron Man in the comics and the movies has always had his identity known. Everybody knew who Iron Man was, but not Spider-Man. So yeah. crazy story. All right, if you're just joining us again from our uh, spoiler warning, welcome back. Um, um, is it okay? There's basically no spoilers. Uh, yes. Uh, no, there is. This is tiny. Okay, here's the thing, guys. You know that Marvel kills off the main villain in every MCU movie. The main villain. Yes. They kill them off 100%. There's all these minor villains that they don't kill off, but the main villains... They kill off. Uh, and my only issue with that is, stop doing that. <laughs> we need I, just one. Just I'd be happy with a, you, a single... <clears throat> Super villain, just making it to a sequel to cause some more trouble or join up with somebody else or do something. So uh, they're g- getting rid of this ability. Give them the, their list, you know, that you that we we, we, we looked, educated we looked ourselves up, on. There's we one have, I thought of though. We have a total of two villains. That well, are, we may have one more. I actually thought of one. Okay, um, Helmet Zero or uh, Baron Baron Zemo is one that is still alive. Yeah. yeah, still alive. Technically, as a computer program, or no, he's not. We don't. He's I, I keep forgetting. No, but he's yes, he. We don't know his what happened to him after uh, Civil War. I think it was Civil War, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, shoot, who was the other one? Um, Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer, yeah. The Leaper. The, <laughs> okay, we don't need to talk about the Leaper, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and there's also one more that I think um, Ronan's not dead, is he? Ronan is Hawkeye. No, the other no. Ronan. Ronan the... Ron, uh, Ronan the Conqueror. Yeah. 
or like uh, he was killed in in Guardians the da- of the Galaxy one. He was. I think he was killed in the dance off. <laughs> I was like, because I was like, I don't remember if he died. I'm like, oh yeah, he definitely did because he, uh, they all touched the the stone and then they just disintegrated him. Yeah, he oh. did. He's yeah, dead. they they just will not stop killing their villains and they. Well, need then to stop. yeah, Marvel stop killing people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just, I'd be happy to see one make it through. And... It's, yeah, I mean, at this point, who is even in the raft? They don't it's need very... one. <laughs> they have the, the raft, raft is a literal raft just floating in the island. And yeah. One person sitting there going, well, this is a shitty prison. Like, we're going to send you to the raft. And when, when we say the raft, we're just going to execute you and bury you in the desert. Like, oh, I thought you were going to say they're just going to put them on a dinghy and put them in a literal raft in the no, middle of the they just kill them all. They don't, it's just... The raft is code for death. The raft is a cemetery. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Samuel Jackson and how awesome he was in, in Spider-Man, and if you're just joining us again, you know, from the spoiler, he's awesome in Spider-Man. Go see it. Uh, Samuel Jackson and Chris Rock are going to do another Saw movie. Cool. I don't know what to expect, but Samuel Jackson's in another movie. <laughs> I can just he, imagine someone. Go ahead. Uh, someone just like having to saw or like being in a situation, just Samuel Jackson be like, you're going to die, motherfucker. I hope they both play themselves. <laughs> oh, bro. That'd be even greater. That yeah. would. I, I don't even know. I couldn't handle it. Okay. Uh, I just, I mean, we got some quick ones to get through. Dr- oh, God, I, Dragon Spring Phoenix Rise. It's a lot of words put together to make a title of a martial arts supernatural stage play. That was inspired, apparently, by Bruce Lee. Yes, by Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee's martial arts, because I think what they were they were keying on in the article was it was inspired by his People martial arts and, and not his movies. Do you guys like uh, like plays? I do. I do. Uh, yeah. I do like plays. Um, the last one I saw was a long time ago, but it was Rock of Ages here. Okay. And I enjoyed it thoroughly because I love Rock of Ages as a movie, and this one took it to the next extreme. Obviously, they added yeah. a little bit more in, but they had a live band that would play all the '80s hits in the center of the, the stage while everything else was happening to play the songs. Because well, Rock of Ages is all about 80s, yeah, 80s yeah. music. That's when I saw it was Wicked, I think. Oh, I wanted to see that one so bad. So good. I still really wanted good. to go see Hamilton too. Cause I, I want to see Hamilton. I think, talking about that. I think I bought tickets. I think Hamilton is coming here and yeah, I, I bought tickets. Um, so we'll see it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, it looked interesting. Uh, the trailer shows a lot of cool, like I guess martial arts, Low yeah, and it just shows martial arts. Flow. It shows nothing of the stage play though, because it's a CGI slash live action trailer that was made for the stage play. Isn't it interesting? You know, now that comic books make billion dollars, now stage plays are super cool. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, dude, have you, it's a stage play. What? Like, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, I just feel like I wonder if there's people that are sad. Because I know that there's people who are like, why did they? Why are they releasing another comic book movie? Don't they have enough? You know what else is strange in the world of stage plays? He's coming here too. I just saw it. Hugh Jackman is doing a solo musical thing. Uh, because he did. Uh, he did do the Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman, yeah. So, but I've heard from other people that have watched it that he starts off with like one or two songs of the Greatest Showman. That's it. He's not yeah. doing an entire thing. Oh, okay. He does other like Frank Sinatra songs and. Other yeah, songs. Weird. He has a, uh, uh, I guess it starts like they were saying that the show starts off with saying, You might remember me as here. And it shows him from X2 with the claws out yeah. and jumping out of the water. And the person I was listening to say that, like, 
the lady behind him was like, I need to see this movie. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, but I, stage plays are cool now. It's the truest, um, I think, form of talent. Yeah. There's no trickery. The, like, you're up there. Unless you're a magician on stage. And, well, I mean, the special effects are trickery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of your ability to sing and your ability to act... You can't fake it. You can't fake it. You're Unless you're there. really good at lip syncing and you're <laughs> very confident. You're yeah. You either know the lines yeah. or you don't. So yeah. I don't um, know cool. So scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, Guillermo del Toro movie that I'm super excited for. Still excited for. I don't think this changes the bearing of it, but it's very strange. It got a PG-13 rating. So they can have a cyst on your cheek open up and little baby spiders come pouring out. Um, and that's still PG thirteen, just fine. Because Americans are just afraid of the devil's nipple and uh, <laughs> and naughty words. So, uh, not exa- okay. So you still can't say fuck once. at least once in PG thirteen movie. Which not twice we are doing. We were planning another bit for the end of the show. Well, we haven't got it done yet, but uh, we are going to play the PG thirteen game eventually. Okay, where we replace um, in our favorite movies one major famous line with. We added the word fuck somewhere. Okay. It's going to be fun. Um, I just wanted to go back to what we were saying uh, before. Uh, no. You know what? Let's just skip that. It's not It's not necessary. Uh, <laughs> it really isn't. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, the next thing. Um, Shantae. If you guys are familiar with this game, it's pretty cool. You, uh, She's a genie, right, Frankie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shantae genie. the genie. Uh, she's been on Nintendo for a while. I think the whole time she's been yeah. on Nintendo. Yeah. Um, we think that she could be the next Smash character. Uh, I do. Uh, I do feel after seeing that trailer, there is a high likeliness. Um, uh, if you guys don't know, I'll just explain it to you guys. Uh, since I watched it, there is a window that happens to be in the first couple of seconds of the trailer for Shantae Five. For yeah, for Shantae Five, that happens to look a lot like the Smash symbol. Um, the only thing I have to say about it is if you guys want to get technical, it's inverted. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing. And even more so being inverted is like a slight more like a, we specifically put it inverted because we didn't want people to know. Yeah. Or the people who made Shantae were just, what if there's, I, I have a theory, like what if this was like, Hey, Smash, if we put your logo inverted, would you invite us to play with your game? I don't. What if they even went a step further? What if they did this as a teaser and people are like freaking out like it could be Shantae? And now Nintendo's like, fuck, we need to make Shantae. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, damn it. Uh, they're like, we have no, severely we're gonna, we're, screwed up on this one. We're going to force you to put her into the game because we've leaked it. Uh, no, if you go watch the trailer, it does look like a yeah. upside down Smash. Um, not amazing. only do I want you to watch the trailer because of the Smash part, but Studio Trigger is the ones who did the trailer. So please, they're great animators and yeah. great people. If you watch. were, if you've watched anime before ever, you probably know Studio Trigger, and yeah. you definitely know their art style. And their art style definitely comes out in this trailer. You, yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. I it's a flawless. I didn't even catch it that it was by Studio Trigger. And you were like, dude, do you know who did this? And when I was watching it, I was like, this looks like something Trigger did. And he was like, yup. <laughs> it, it's Trigger. You can tell it is. Um, Studio Trigger made Gurren Lagann. Um, kill a kill. Kill a kill. Fooly cooly. <laughs> I'm trying to give Rich some. And he's like, nope, I got nothing. No, no. All right, Rich, we're on you. Maple Corner. So uh, first of all, I just want to talk about 
tariffs. Tariffs are a sexy tax topic. on sexy, the American sexy topic. people. <laughs> and the Chinese tariffs that a lot of people might think, eh, well, it doesn't affect me or whatever. But if you like board games, um, a lot of companies were announcing that they were about to cancel their, their you know, certain board games because if they didn't already have their inventory in America, they were going to have to pay 25% more. And I, I guess the, the implication is, is that if they have to pay 25% more, that they can't risk putting it up on Amazon and selling it for 25% more because, because they don't think Americans will purchase you know, a game. So if it's a, normally a hundred dollars, it's now $125. Yeah. I did want to backtrack on one little thing. Yep. It's not just board games, Nintendo, uh, well, PlayStation and Microsoft were all hit by the tariffs as well. And they all got together and wrote a strongly worded letter to the government saying, don't you fuck with our tariffs? Like take them away. Stop. Yeah. Because, Stop doing it. Because these things, their price points are fixed, right? Like video games cost $59. For the base core with no yep. extras, right? Like there, we we understand that there's these price points that a brand new game costs this much. Yeah. And if you suddenly say that, well, no, brand new games now cost eighty dollars. Uh, screw you. Nobody's gonna do it. They're they, just not gonna do it. They they have calculated, you know, what the average working American can afford, and they have put it right on the edge of what right they can the afford. Edge. If you're going to make it an $80 game now, you're not going to sell video games. The no, good news yeah, is by no means. Yeah. The good news is, is that um, at the last minute they canceled it. Um, the, the tariffs, these were on level four. So the level one, two and three did get tariffs level four, which is what was going to cover the board games did not. I just feel like that it's another one of those Trump things that like, look, see, I saved you from tariffs that you were going to put in place. You were going to create. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah whatever it's i mean yeah okay different podcast (laughs) (laughs) um so this is kind of exciting to me days of wonder is announcing a new big box game you know and for me that's what i love is big box games so that's mostly what i report on is days of wonder the one that made evolution they are not okay yeah i know (laughs) i'm gonna keep saying i love this totally in love uh with with uh evolution which is totally a good game but no, Days of Wonder is Small World. Oh, example. yeah. Small World's good too, though. Yeah. Their games are good. Their games are play-tested and fun and fast. They they are really, really good. Um, this game is called Deep Blue. It's coming out this year. Should be out, I think, right after Gen Con, somewhere around there. And that would make sense. It is a engine-building, push-your-luck game where every player has has purchased a map to a treasure. And so I, I put some images. We're going to try to get this in the podcast notes. This is kind of new, but you can kind of see the areas where the treasure might be. And you have to spend your time building a crew of archeologists and swimmers and so on that build your engine better than anybody else's. But it's a push or luck game because if you spend too long building up your crew of experts that are going to find the treasure first, somebody else might take the risk and they'll get the treasure first. Would you consider Clank a push or luck game? Because I feel like that kind of is yeah. as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a push or luck game. Uh, Clank is awesome, yeah. by the way, guys. Um, because you can push really, really deep. To get the best treasure. To get the best treasure. You also have to make it out alive. And if another person gets the easier treasure and gets out first, 
you're going to have a hell of a time. Cause they start out. the countdown. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I, we'll see a lot of things like that. It looks super cool. These games, what I like about small or days of wonder is typically the setup time is fast. Yeah. And I have a lot of games that are super cool, but the setup time is long and we don't play them that often. Uh, I do want to bring up real something real quick. I know we are pr- probably going a little long on the podcast, but eh, it's been a while. No, um, Lord of the Rings is beating our asses right now. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you haven't played uh, Journeys into Middle Earth, it is a tough game. Wow. You th- I, I, I feel like, you know, you're like, oh, I've played board games before. I, can, I, I know what I got to do here. Obviously, I have to go find all this equipment and then I have to fight all these monsters. And no, you don't get to do all that. You choose one thing to do because if you try and do everything, you die, which we found out tonight. What, what I really, really <laughs> get frustrated with this game is that <laughs> if you play this game cynically, the way that every other game is, you will lose. Yes. You have to play this game with what they're telling you and uh, just do what they traditional, say. Traditional, I mean, I know Lord of the Rings in this sense, like the Journey to the Middle Earth isn't, yeah. isn't a necessarily an RPG. It's got RPG elements. Yeah. Um, in an RPG, when a game uh, gives you a map and says, go this way, you go the other way because there's <laughs> treasure there. Exactly. And you go find it. If you do that in this game, you're going to die. You're going to die. 100% you will die. Yep. Because we thought we could make it, and Frankie got one shot. Uh, oh, yeah. Just dead. <laughs> it wasn't even like killed. They apparently feared me to death. Yeah. But scared them. if you had saved inspiration, this is where we're going real yeah, deep yeah. in this, but if you'd saved inspiration, then you would have lived. One. Yeah. If I had one inspiration. And then the next round, we would have wiped them all out. Yeah. And we would have been okay. But I didn't have an inspiration because so I couldn't explore. If you are currently yeah. playing Lord of the Rings, save your inspiration. It's a key resource. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, comic book corner. So this is, uh, I, I'm reporting on this cause I find it kind of intriguing. So, um, they're releasing uh, sideshow collectibles is releasing a life size Batman, Cal and scowl. They're saying that because it's, it's just his head and it's him scowling as Batman <laughs> and it's life size. So you're going to be able to get this cartoon head of Batman and it looks really cool. Honestly, it looks amazing. But what I think is interesting about it is number one, they have payment plans for sideshow collectibles. Collectibles, so it's like it's like old. Um, put it on layaway. Yeah, which I find very weird. You're like, oh, sideshows collectibles, they're freaking amazing. But they're expensive. But they're expensive as hell. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't want to know about payment plans because I might buy one or something. I would like. I would love to figure out how to take the Batman cowl and scowl and mount it behind my door or something. So when I open the door for somebody who's knocking on it, I don't want to talk to you. You just see Batman's face there. (laughs) Um, So uh, July 18th, which means you have time. You can get on the pre-order list and not pre-order. You, you can't actually pre-order at all from 12 PM to 3 PM Pacific time on July 18th. You can order it. Not before, not after that's it. So you can get on a waiting list to be notified, but it won't help you. Yeah. You've got to buy it at that exact time. You have I three think hours. Crazy. Isn't that weird? Like, it, I think it's bizarre that collectibles are purchased this way. I'm just used to Amazon buy it now. Do you think Jasper will get it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same way with Pops, though, at uh, comic conventions. Yeah. They're, they're super coolest ones. and I don't know if they're cool because they're that limited or because they just look that cool. I have um, 
Sex by Mom, Scott Pilgrim, yeah. uh, Funko Pop, there was only a thousand made. Yeah. So is it cool because it's Sex by Mom and you don't see that very often? Or is it cool because there's only a thousand made? I don't know. I mean, a lot of those, they end up being sold on Amazon yep. because I buy them. And it's <laughs> like, as as seen, or uh, was only available at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, but now it's on Amazon for yeah. 25 bucks. So, yeah. Um, all right. Image Comics is releasing a new comic series called November. Uh, this is going to be written by Matt Fraction, who wrote Hawkeye and Sex Criminals. And it's illustrated by Elsa Cheriter, which I didn't recognize anything she did, but supposedly these are award-winning people. If you know them, yay. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I know Hawkeye. <laughs> So. I think I've seen uh, a couple of comic books of sex criminals because, of course, the name would draw you in. I like picked up. I was like, what is this about? And yeah. I think I've seen it, but I didn't read it. I don't read a lot of image comics uh, lately, but uh, it looks pretty cool. It's going to be these novellas, some strong it, women, kind of urban gritty. If they don't release this in November, it's going to be a 100% <laughs> fail. <laughs> if you're calling your comic book November and you don't release it in November, come on. Nice. Uh, all right. So there is a new look for the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, I'm including a link in the show notes. They are very interesting. Now, I love um, Legion of Superheroes. I grew up reading them. I just really, really liked them. I, I'm i looking at these designs, and, and I hope like maybe click on the show, show notes link, and they have a, a really cool look of Dream Girl, where Dream Girl looks like she's, I guess, sleeping dust or something which is kind of weird because, I don't know, maybe they're saying that now... No, I have no idea. Um, Matter Eater Lad, who he's super stocky and bulky. He used to always be thin. Uh, like, Superboy... Well, I mean, is, if you eat Matter, so... Yeah, I guess he could have... <laughs> yeah, and he is like a wrestler now. Um, Superboy... Yeah, he's, he doesn't very different. The symbol's very different. Yeah, and he, he has all these lines. Like, he's kind of... I guess it's how they're making the Kryptonians now they're, they have all these extra lines everywhere. The lines are supposed to represent abs. So, you know, that they're <laughs> super strong. I don't know. That's what it uh, looks like to me. I hope the characters, like, I hope these are just rough designs. I hope they don't actually look like this in the comics because I just always feel like the DC comics lately do not look as good as Marvel. And for me, good means more realistic. Yeah. And bad means, abstract and, and bad means block that i'm looking Teen at right titans here. go like did you see block on yeah this totally i didn't even talk about block because i'm like please do not be in a comic book looking like that <laughs> it's fine that block is a big giant boulder guy um, but he literally looks like a but giant please boulder. look like a realistic set of boulders like the thing or something I'm yeah thinking. exactly i don't know i i just i just hate that like dc i feel like and I, and I read a fair amount of DC, probably about 25% and 75%, maybe 60% Marvel, and then 10% random. But I feel like DC has like bad panel, bad panel, bad panel, and then amazing panel, and then bad panel, bad panel, <laughs> bad panel, and then amazing panel. And then Marvel, it's like every panel looks the same. Like, they, like the cover looks amazing. Yeah. And then every panel looks good. And they all look consistent, and the art style is consistent. And yeah, sure, they might have some some comics that are a little bit more abstract, but they all look in one issue. It's the same artist drawing the same way. And in DC, you'll have like several wow, different ones. These like scribbled uh, practically. I don't know. And especially with a DC one thousand that just came out, 
that is literally like they put a list of people on this saying they had this page. Like Kevin Smith did some work on this page. Man, this artist did one on this page. And it's just I, I like, hate that. Ugh. I mean, it's just it's just a taste thing. I just think it's part of why DC doesn't do as well. Um, yeah, they have so many problems. But I love Legion <laughs> of Superheroes. And I will buying at least the first couple issues. I typically peter out because I lose interest because they're inconsistent. Yeah. Um, they typically put a top tier writer on the first season and then it goes downhill after that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was interesting. We probably should have put this in the movie notes, but, uh, uh Phoenix was talking about, so, uh, the new Joker movie, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. So he was talking about how the origin story doesn't take anything at all from the, from the comics, nothing. And to me, why are they making a Joker? I don't know. I don't know. And then they also, Joaquin Phoenix himself said he loves to jump into a role and get as in-depth as he can. And once he's done the role, he's done. He's done. So he's not going to do Joker again. This is a one-time This is not the first comic book movie that people asked him to do. He's refused every single one because he said he will not be part of a franchise. Yes. Yep. So why are you putting him in a franchise? Well, why I mean, are you not? Because the characters in a franchise, though. This the is a guy using... named Joker. <laughs> and I guess it does have a kid, Wayne, just to, just to kind of convince you, hey, even though nothing you see is anything from the comics, oh, but there's a boy that is a young Wayne. That's it. I don't know. I... Uh, this isn't the Joker. This... We're just going to call him the Joker. He's going to look at the Joker and he's going to have some adversary named Bruce or... He's not going to adversary. Or a friend. I don't know. A friend, I think. <laughs> just to basically say that, oh, isn't it so clever that Batman met the Joker when he was a kid? And then he grew up to become Batman and then Joker became his biggest villain. Or I don't know. But then this crap. Joker never actually happened. So yeah. who cares? I, who cares? I, I am not going to see this movie in the no. theaters. I'm not. I, I'm sure it's going to be an award-winning movie. And I don't care. I will wait for Netflix or it's a Batman related movie. I mean, and if it comes out on DC universe or whatever, well, DC universe app, by the way, is going away. That whole franchise is going away. It's going away. That's why they canceled swamp things. Uh, they brought it down from 18 episodes. Wait, why to didn't we talk to, about to eight. Oh, I just thought everybody knew it was huge. DC Universe app is, about is, is going away. I will. Okay. So I'll bring up some more news on that next week. Okay. And we'll, we'll get heavy into Great. why, why it's going away. I have all day all kinds of ideas why it's going to go away, so I can't wait to hear. All right, so I thought this was very interesting. This again maybe shouldn't have been here in Comic Book Corner, but uh, Feige clarified the terminology in the universe between the blip and the snap, and I thought it was very cool. And if you don't know what the blip is, that comes from Spider Man. Yeah, but I think we can talk about yeah, the blip. This is just it. It's not a spoiler. It's just yeah. that's what they call it. That's what yeah. they refer to it. So you want to explain the, the blip versus the snap? I, I'm not sure I understand oh, what the blip okay, versus okay. the snap is. So what they're saying is is the snap, which is also called like the desolation. There's a couple different... The like, dusting. Um, that was the act of wiping out half the life of the universe. The blip is the after effects of the people coming back. Yes, so the way the world changed in some good and bad ways when people came back from nowhere, that is the blip. So there's the snap when everybody goes away, 
And so you're talking about the five years of time yep. where people were, we're missing. Gone. Yeah. And then the blip is the the after effect of people coming back who now there's no jobs for them. Right? Because yeah. like I mean, people they, moved on. They explained some of the things in Spider Man really funny. There was someone blipped back into their own house who someone else lives there now. Um, they blipped back into the gymnasium that they were out of and now imagine, they're in the middle of a game. Imagine the president comes back and he's like, I was elected yeah. for three more years. And they're like, yeah, those are gone. He's like, but I didn't get to serve them. Yeah, sorry. Can we snap Trump then, please? What, <laughs> like, there, what about the general lead of the Navy? Well, he got replaced. Oh, but now you have two leads of the is he now retired? What the hell do you do with this guy? Do you it, pay him? I, I mean, the, there's all kinds of problems all over the place. CEOs. There's, yeah. Yeah, the only other crazy. thing that I had was with the scientific aspect of it. So material rematerializing. What happens if somebody's in that location, that specific location? You're talking about something? air molecules and stuff like that. I don't know. Does, do they meld? Do they push each other away like magnets? Like, did you have some people after the blip come back and now there are two bodies because <laughs> two they were bodies. standing together? I don't, I don't know. And did they, like, like were they really brutal? And they're like, okay, everybody popped back into existence, but they... I swear it's an airplane. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. So they popped back into existence, but the earth has moved thousands of miles. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, so they th- popped back into existence in the middle of space. And they're like, damn it, Tony. Why didn't you think about this when you willed them back into existence? No. But because they- <laughs> Tony was a scroll. Duh. <laughs> but yeah, the comics just don't worry about that. But yeah. so yeah, that's the blip versus the snap. And that these are words that are going to continue being brought yes. up for quite a while. All right. Last so, up. Um, last thing is the DC event Leviathan. Now this is, uh, we're talking about this. It's a six issue mystery thriller and they're promoting issue two now. And in the first issue, they hint that there's a man behind the mask and it was like, well, who, um, you know, who is it? And, and Batman's the protagonist. Well, a lot of people thought red hood would be the villain but it turns out that Batman is going to be working with the Red Hood to try to f- solve the mystery who of this man who's trying to take down the world's spy organizations. And what I think is interesting about this spy thriller is that they're, they're saying that they are giving the fans enough clues to be able to solve the mystery. And so that's important because most of the time when you read a comic book, they're like, who did this? You'll never guess. Literally, you will never guess because we have not given you enough information yeah. to possibly know what's going to happen. But so my question with this is, are they going to tell you who it was at the end? Yeah. No, no, that's, I mean, yeah, it's it's a thriller. So at the end, there'll be the big reveal and you'll be able to know, were you right? I'd rather just not them say, but, but this, this I know. is not a sci-fi like... <laughs> I am mother or whatever. No, but not where you're guessing where like, if you look at the clues, like, no, it's a 100% is him. We know. Yeah, no, this, this is kind of a game. It's kind of, it's it, read the comic, try to try to pick up on the clues, reread the comic. Like, you know, they yeah. want you really like, okay, that means this, that means this. Uh, me and my girlfriend, we play a game called hunt a killer. 
you order a box and you get a box every week and you you solve the clues and then you go onto this website punch in your code and you see where you write and they you you get like three tries and they give you more and more clues yeah i think it's super cool have actually you, have you been right so um <laughs> we constantly get distracted and end up doing photo shoots and stuff like that so, <laughs> so they haven't uh, yet. we're halfway through the first box okay and we've got five boxes stacked so <laughs> <laughs> so we're behind. Uh, yeah. Um, but this week we're hopefully f- gonna solve the first killer, and then we can start the next one. Yeah. But I think this is cool. I, I actually am going to get into event Leviathan. This is called event Leviathan, and I want to get into it quick because I don't want to get into it at the end after after it's spoiled. After it's spoiled, yeah. So I suggest if you can and you read it now, read the first five. It's only on number two right now. It's only number two. This time you can but still read get up, into it. Read up to the first five and then try from there to figure out who it is because the sixth will tell you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for Comic Book Corner. That, well, that's it, I think, for our news. Yeah. Do we have anything else in Anime Acute <clears throat> Angle? We really have to come up with a better name. <laughs> nah. Uh, other than I'm extremely excited for an old series we already talked about before, which yeah, is the yeah. Uh, Firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. We kind of sprinkled Anime Acute Angle. Throughout the whole, yeah. yeah, we didn't put it as a, as an angle. It was kind of a circle, I guess. I These goddamn airplanes. Well, on that note, because we're getting a lot of traffic right now, we're gonna sign off for the night. So we'll see you guys next week with uh, some news that I promised you. I completely forgot what I was gonna do with it anyway. So there you go. I'm gonna have to look for the. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. Bye. Peace Bye. out.